choosing what type of media and social media we expose ourselves and our kids to in this current time. You are the creator of what you consume. This is Music Spirit and Accountability with Michael Cooper and Jay Hode. Alright, here with Michael Cooper once again for Music Spirit and Accountability. Now today our topic I feel really is really relevant to the title of our podcast, Music Spirit and Accountability, because we're choosing about what type of media, we're talking about that we get to choose what type of media we expose ourselves to, and possibly today it's more important than ever to bring some self-accountability and structure almost like pre-thought structure to what we expose ourselves to what we expose our kids to um but even us especially ourselves just to keep our vibration high and now just on a personal note this topic came about we always sort of choose our topics at the 11th hour just before we go on and this has sort of come from a friend of mine who reached out to me this morning who um I was basically explaining sort of some of my principles about trying to make the majority of my decisions through choosing love instead of fear and coming back to love instead of fear. So if I'm confused about anything or trying to make decisions about my career or about my, um, you know, my my heart, my my love life, my uh, anything really at the core, I'll try and strip it down to love or fear. And mm. <clears throat> saying that um, that's kind of how, how I do things. And she said something like, yeah, and in this world today, when there's so much crazy things going on, I just feel like so many people are choosing fear. They're coming from fear in the decisions they're making and what they're choosing. And I replied with something like, yeah, that's funny. Like, I don't know. I don't really feel that way. I don't really know, to be honest, is what it came down to. Because I said, I don't really feel that I'm necessarily exposed to social media so much i don't go on social media i'm not reading the news so much i'm not um i'm not yeah reading those blogs and and watching tv and you know call me naive if you will but i also explained in that same conversation that i'm really blessed to know a lot of people worldwide and i feel like i almost get personal reports and updates from people on the things that are going on in those parts of the worlds that are often the concern and in the media and in my experience what I've seen on TV or mm. in the reports on the news or on social media has been completely conflicting to all my mates that were actually on the ground in that location at that specific time. And I'm talking mm. from things like 9-11 to, you know, Palestine and, um, you know, everything in between and COVID and, you know, all these things. And so through that, I guess, um, having a an open an open-minded jadedness about what I see and what I feel around seeing things on the news and on social media and that. So through that, I've been really specific about what I expose myself to. And um, really, a lot of that comes down to things around music and things around spirituality and things around accountability. Mm. And even now, like when I go on social media, I'm going on social media to post the content if it's not someone else uh, doing it on my behalf. I'm going on there to do it myself. And I really kick my butt if I choose to get lost in the social media vortex. That's become a thing. And I have to bring my, and you know, there's pros in that too. But I have to bring myself back to, no, Jay, don't get lost in that rabbit hole of scrolling through 
other people's things for half an hour. Now you might you might need that. No, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that's bad, but for me, it distracts me from my mission in this time. And the truth in my world mm. is that all the people in my scene are thriving. Like the majority of the people in my world are thriving. They are coming from love, not from fear, and they're creating epic magic in this world in this time, including yourself, brother. So that's my intro, basically, mm. for today's podcast. How do you feel about mm. all that? Yeah, I mean, I think I've been, I consider myself lucky now, one of the lucky ones in 2018, I made the decision to stop watching mainstream TV, period. Like, I don't even have a TV now. Mm -hmm. I genuinely don't have a TV, um, which I'm sure my kids aren't overly happy about. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't listen to the radio stations. I don't listen to... Um, any of the news outlets. I don't read any of the newspapers. I, I haven't bought a newspaper since 2018. Um, and I remember coming from this space where I was, I prided myself on having that intel, that information from the mainstream media and all the different channels before everyone else. I built a business around it, yeah. you know, predicting financial markets and the way that markets would move based on what a certain president would say at a certain hour of the day. Um, and I was really fearful that I would look dumb if I went to an outing and um, I didn't know this thing that everyone knew. And I had a real fear around, would I be perceived as an idiot or, you wow. know, outcast? And uh, it was quite interesting. My cleaner came uh, probably two weeks ago and we were just chatting and he was asking a little bit about my life and whatnot. And he made some reference and a joke. And I looked at him a little bit blankly and I'm like, he was referring to mushrooms and I'm like, how do you know that I do mushrooms? Like, that's crazy. That's so intuitive. And, um, what he was referring to was a lady on the news who poisoned her husband with some form of mushroom. Um, and I think that's the first time I've actually been caught out with not knowing some of the drama that's forecast on mainstream medias. And, um, my life has improved exponentially since then. You know, I have not been caught up in the fear mongering or the, the hoaxes or the, um, the narrative that is trying to be forced out there. And I've moved into this space of bliss and I just get to focus on what's important to me. Mm -hmm. um, so you see the direct correlation between stepping out oh. of that world and tuning out of the the media 100 percent, and it's like i i watched my daughter who was very caught up in the news and the media and the drama and she would love to report how many people died that day and i'm like baby you're you're nine years old at the time like you shouldn't be talking about this climbing death rate from a so-called wow. alleged virus you know and she was, and she, it would feed her and fuel her. And I could see how much stress and anxiety it put under. And no wonder the kids of today are depressed because everything in their feed, everything in their news, everything in their awareness is either death, suicide, crime, killing, or, you know, another version of corporate death, you know? So yeah, I have seen a direct extreme. correlation. Yeah, or the other, sorry, the other extreme of like beauty and um, looking perfect and all the other things of, you know, that um, being super successful and, and not having a care in the world and life is so perfect. It's just one 
to the other in a lot of ways. Yeah, absolutely. And I think like you, I've managed to um, procure my social media feed to those that are in resonance with myself. Yeah. And I make no judgment on it. I just see someone posting something a little bit more frequently than normal of something that doesn't align with me. And I just mute it. I, I'm still friends with the person. I just don't need to see that content um, because my energy, you know, as much as I give my energy to people, I also have to onboard their energy. Energy can't be destroyed. It's either transmuted or transferred. Mm. And I just choose to not allow it to transfer into my space. Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I filter through what's going to serve me best. And I allow the so. platform to work for me in that. You know, there's some great people producing great content that I, you know, we, we referenced Chantel this morning. There's always this little gold nugget that Chantel will drop. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to, I'm not doing that or I could do that. Yeah, That's the thing that I would love in my space where it's expansive. It's adding to my life. Definitely. So I think really summarizing kind of what this podcast is about, I would just love to put out an invitation to anybody listening to this right now. Is there anything in your field of media that you're choosing to take on every week, be it on social media, um, television, radio, whatever, that's kind of like eh, not feeling fully aligned or tweaking your energy that you could do something about to make a conscious decision that you're no longer going to listen to that for maybe so many hours a day or um, so many minutes a week, or you're just going to cut the cord on that completely. Um, some of the things that I would love to share in my personal journey is similar relating to you, Mike, is, um, you know, not, not really diving too much into the media in general, but one of my most favorite coaches that I've ever had kept saying, don't be distracted by bright, shiny object objects. And to me, her biggest, brightest, shiniest object for most people that she explained was social media, right? So for me, that made it easy too. like, don't be distracted if I'm in creation mode of creating something epic in my life, which I am right now, writing books, writing courses, recording them, writing music, etc. Anytime I go on social media, it's distracting me from the magic that I'm bringing to this world. So that's a bright, shiny object to me. So I cut the cord on that and I have really strong boundaries and I kind of hound myself on that. If I get caught up in the social media train for five minutes, I'm like, oh, I did it again. All right, let's try and um, try and get out of this and all just uh, that's it. I'm done. Um, so that's cool. But for me, you know, the, the other side of that, an invitation to the listeners, is there anything they'd like to bring into their world in their media that they're not mm. finding there um, as accountable as they would like to be? For instance, you know, the name of this podcast, Music, Spirit and Accountability. So music would you like to like you know learn music or play music or listen to more music or listen to more music of a certain style um or would you like to learn more about you know spirituality and diving into some of those realms or be more spiritual would you like to do you keep procrastinating about meditation or about you know studying with some person that really ignites your heart every time you listen to them or accountability you know what what do you need to bring into place to do that so that's my invitation um from today is just mm. really can you change anything in your world to to bring that vibration and 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 choose love and like i said at the start of this podcast are you choosing love or fear if that resonates and in the media that you're choosing to bring into your world is that maybe resonating because you're choosing love 
or because you're choosing fear or is that part of that love or part of that fear that you're getting fed in your world from that media that you you know somewhat actually like or is lighting you up somehow or is just what you've been conditioned to always do so just inviting some of those things into your heart in this time um yeah there's something that you, you you've witnessed me do this in the groups that i run uh, one of the very first exercises we do is we get everyone to look at their screens for the social media apps and on average you know, I'm, I'm, I'm generalizing, but I'm averaging this out over the hundreds of men that I worked with is on average, they're doing five to seven hours per day. Wow. I mean, where do you fit in work? Where do you fit in sleep outside of that? So say that again, five to seven hours see a day? Per day. Of social media? Per day. Social media. And it's what? death by a thousand cuts because it's... It's not in, um, it's so easy. You imagine everyone wakes up and say five or six o'clock in the morning, but the vast majority of people spend the first 40 minutes on social media. No way. So that's 40 minutes before they've actually got into their day or put their feet on the ground. They go because it's all about dopamine and the apps are geared and derived around increasing your dopamine by the little dings and the notifications. And Instagram will even send you a notification that, because you mightn't have been on it for long enough. So they send you a notification, not that it's from a friend request, not that it's someone messaging you, not that it's something you like. It's because you haven't used the app for a while. They'll throw up some person in a third degree of your network to say, hey, this person's also on Instagram just to get you back on the app. It's like the poker machines. I had no idea. That's that's incredible, mate. That's a huge amount, like much bigger numbers than I would have ever anticipated. And for me, the thought of going on social media for 40 minutes or even five minutes at the beginning of the day sounds like that's something that would be taking poison to my day. It is. But that's exact, brother, that's exactly what it is. And this is for the, the audience listening. After you've done 40 minutes of social media, it's a mind numbing exercise. It's an irredeemable value. You cannot get that back. You've lost that time, but your energy gets pulled down because it goes into this space of fear and comparison and judgment. And, oh my God, this guy's doing so much better than me. Compare that to going sitting under a tree for 40 minutes or going and meditating for 20 minutes or calling a brother like you and being held to account on some of the shit you're running any of those things, playing an instrument, you know, any of these things is life giving. It's increasing your life force. And so when you compare the two, you don't have to be a scientist to figure this out. Just go do 40 minutes on your phone and see how you feel. Then go and do 20 minutes out in nature and 20 minutes on a guitar and see how you feel. And you will understand instantaneously that you've just been taking that horrible pill of mind numbing disassociation, separation from yourself, separating from everyone else and it's just the opposite way of what we want to do but when we go outside and we connect with nature or a guitar or a person we come back to that level of love which is singularity or unison and unity why that's why we feel good because we're going towards that universal law of love and one so when we speak about these things we talk about dopamine. You you say this. Um, I've heard you say this before. I just heard you say it then, and um, you know I feel like I, I resonate with that. It's a beautiful feeling. But on the flip side of that, there's also so much of the opposite of dopamine being received in this, like possibly a non-negotiable 
amount that's a lot more than the, the amount of dopamine that you get is actually having maybe an you know the negative impact you're receiving from that rather than the dopamine is possibly more than the dopamine so wouldn't that turn people off wouldn't you think that would turn people off social media like why getting their worlds filled to keep up with the facts on all the nasty stuff that's that's making them feel like crap but it doesn't make them feel like crap because it's just like an alcoholic once you start drinking every night of the week and you're drinking yourself to sleep that becomes your normal so your nervous system starts to regulate to that and you don't even know you're hungover anymore. You just think that's the norm until you stop drinking. But the same with MDMA. I could go out and take a whole bunch of MDMA, feel amazing on the night and I'm causing all of the dopamine and serotonin to flood my brain. But come Monday, Tuesday, I feel like I want to slit my wrists yep. because I've had an excess amount of it. But it doesn't stop me going back out on Saturday, does it? Mm. So it's just, we get addicted to this. It's the same with the poker machines. I know I'm losing my money, but it's this ding, ding, and the hope that's, and this is why we look, it's, it's exactly the same as poker machines. I put my money in, I'm watching my whole paycheck disappear in this machine in the hope of the bright lights and the sounds and all of the little trinkets that are going off in my mind. And I'm hoping for a win. Same thing with social media. I'm scrolling, hoping to see something worthwhile or something that will make me feel good. Mm. The longer I'm on it, the worse I feel, the greater the hope has to be. So I keep going. And so it's just this addictive thing. And, you know, dopamine is one of the good drugs. Serotonin, great drug. Um, oxytocin, great drug in moderation. But we can do it through other stimulus as well, which isn't flooding it in excess. And... The one thing to remember about dopamine is look at the first four letters of the word and we break the syllables down into dope. And so the more dopamine I have, the more stupid decisions I make. Mm. So if you think it like that and you think if I'm on social media, I'm flooding my brain with dopamine, I'm making more stupid decisions. The longer I'm on this, I'm becoming dumber. I'm killing brain cells. Mm. That's Hoping a good one, that Mike. something will come up and lighten me up and give me hope. Mm. Wow, brother. Wow. Yeah, it makes so much sense. Thank you for that. That was a that was that hit me in the heart, um, and uh, yeah, hoping that uh, a few of the listeners feel that too. So then, on the flip side of all that, what are all the things that you do to make you know to to raise the vibration? So obviously, you you said you cut out social media years mm -hmm. back um, to the the majority of you know of social media and media, let's say. Um, so what are the things that you put in place to raise that vibration? You know, things like being in nature, things like maybe the content that you're exposed to. Do you have any tips mm. and thoughts around that to, um, to bring some of that magic? Yeah, I think the first thing I did was put a limit on the actual apps. So my social media apps, I started at two hours and then I cut that back to one hour per day and then I cut that back to 30 minutes per day. And so it just closes the app and says, you've reached your time limit for the day. And then you have to have willpower at that point to not ignore that and keep going. Wow. Um, that was how I wound out of it. It was like detoxing. Uh, that fear of missing out, that's it's real, right? And it's plus the addiction and the drug and the dopamine that was originally being released. Um, but then from there, you know, if I built up my nervous system, I would do things like sitting in nature or picking, I'm blessed, you know, like we both have the guitar, we, we've got the didge, we can go and play. And um, I would rather do that for five minutes than 
really anything else, <laughs> you know, I, cause I know five minutes usually turns into an hour. Um, and, and next thing you know, I'm late for something else, which is really important. So let's get to that. So I don't have time, but I'm still human, man. And I still have those days where I'm maybe I've got sadness in my body and I haven't, cause if I look at that, you know, if I'm on the phone and I'm going to use my phone here, the energy of it is I'm pulled forward, my head's down and I'm leaning forward. My back is arched. So all that life force energy, which flows through my spine is getting blocked and trapped. I can't get into my higher chakras, Yeah, which means I'm trapped down in the bottom and it's all hunched over. And the longer I'm there, the more I lean over and the vast majority of people, they're bloody liking their posts on the toilet. So it's, you know, that's what they really think of your post <laughs> when we look at it like that. But then emotion is energy in motion. And if I'm leaning forward, dropped over a phone, and I'm dead at this point, you know, I, my, all of my energy is stuck. So the best thing I could do is move, go out and collect firewood or walk in the backyard amongst the trees, just go and listen to the birds, do some breath work, do some meditation, read a book. Um, that's just the stuff that I have in my environment at the ready, always here. And I think if you've got a mission or you've got a purpose like you and I do, there's not a lot of time anyway. I know that if I, sometimes I do, I open the app and as it's opening, I shut it because I'm like, that's not going to help that. I don't have time. That's not going to serve me. And I think when you are living on purpose and you've got your mission and your focus, you realize that that's going to be detrimental to your mission. And so you pick up the mission as a, as a priority. Um, yeah. And if your why is big enough, then social media is an inconvenience. It's, it's a necessary evil, I would believe, for those in business. They realize they have to be there, but it's probably the last place they want to be. Yeah. And I'm still human, though, and I still have my days where I've got, you know, maybe I haven't expressed my emotions that day, or maybe I haven't done my breath, breath work yet, and I haven't regulated my nervous system, and that's the highest probability of me diving into the social media to do some mind-numbing exercises. <laughs> Yeah, a hundred percent. I think what you just said there, mate, about if you're on your mission, you know, that's going to possibly make a big impact on, yeah, the amount of time you want to commit to social media or the amount of time you have to commit to social media. So there's all the things you can do to do more of this instead of social media or, or media or do more of that instead of media or being, you know, doing the things to raise your vibration. But I really feel what you just said that really landed for me of being on your mission. Like if you're on your mission, really in alignment with being on your mission, then you're probably mm. not going to have the time for those yeah. things. And just for anyone that's feeling like, well, I've got no idea what my mission is. That's completely okay. And of course, welcome. The mission for me is always ebbing and flowing. And I feel like I am on mission, but that's also on my mission, but it's taken me a long time to work that out. But with that being said, I am feeling like I'm on my mission and yeah, it's it's like that. It, it just changes everything. It just changes everything. And if you're not sure of what, what that mission is, I think some of the best advice you gave before about just taking a step back and maybe getting off things like social media and the media and maybe go outside and just take a deep breath and listen to the animals. Just listen to the birds. Mm. Just that's mm. you, you gave me that advice when I was doing the um, the uncut man container with you. Um, something came up in that container where at one point you said, you know, uh, or someone said, 
I want to commit to going and listening, you know, going outside and just taking five minutes and how I took that on board and that five minutes every day to just step out of the office to just go and sit on my hammock and just tune into my senses, tune into mm. my ears, close my eyes and just tune into listening to the animals. Mm. And, oh my gosh, it's just such an extremely different feeling. And, and I feel like those as maybe hippie and spiritual as it sounds, it's possible, but some of those experiences are going to allow you to find what the purpose is in this world because it's probably not going to be from social media. Maybe it will be. Maybe it'll be a bright, shiny object on social media that inspires you to find your purpose. And I'm sure it happens every day. So um, don't want to rule that out. But nature, the ocean, music, company, spirit, accountability. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, whether it's social media or media, it's mm. that they're both for me, mainstream media, TVs and radios and whatnot are probably worse. I'm sorry, I, would, I meant I to feel, say media, there's but an agenda I, yeah, referred to social media, but definitely media. Yeah. Well, yeah, both really, because everyone's got an agenda on social media. They're trying to sell something, whether it's their lifestyle, which they're lying about <laughs> or or that, what they want you to believe but then the mainstream media has their agenda as well which is to keep everyone suppressed and controlled in a state of fear and they do a very good job at it they've been doing it for centuries you know they're yeah. great at it but this is one of the key pillars of life one of the key pillars of life is social influence and social influence is now let's look at social media as an example but mainstream media as well there's three c's that i look at I can be a participant in this platform, call it social media, and that covers all of them. And I need to do an audit of myself. Am I consuming? Am I creating or contributing? Or am I connecting? Yeah. And then what is the ratio of those? Because the algorithm doesn't work for you. And as as much as we hate it, there's an algorithm and it (laughs) dictates our life. If I'm not consuming a level of content, which they know, they, they can see that, they're not going to help me with the stuff that I produce. Mm. So I have to do a level of conscious consuming so that what I create will also be shared as well. Mm. But what I really want to use the platform for is connection. So what am I, who, am I de- de- uh, who am I direct messaging? Who am I adding value to in my network? Because that's what it was really built for is social connection and communication. And so as opposed to me blanketing my page with all of this agenda, I could go to your page directly, send you a direct message and say, hey, Jay, you know what? I've been watching you for a while. I really love your work. Would you mind if we jumped on a call? There's something on my heart to share with you. There's going to be no cost involved. It's just me giving back. What do you say we did a 15-minute call on Friday? No pressure, no obligation. It's just something on my heart. I'd love to share with you about your business. That is the greatest use of social media. Now I actually can use this platform, which, you know, there's a level of disdain for, for what it's systemically about. But now I'm getting to use this system to the best of my ability. However, if I'm consuming 90% of the time, then I'm just a victim in this ship that I've got no control of. And it's going to run the show and it's going to run my mind and it's going to run the way I think. And it's just going to run the rest of my life because my thoughts lead to my feelings, lead to my behaviors, lead to my results. Yeah. So let's do a quick audit and go, am I scrolling mindlessly, hoping 
or am I actually being a contributor by creating good content and being my own level of leadership, being my own voice, being someone in this community who's standing up for something as because if I don't stand for something, I'll fall for everything. Yeah. And then finally, am I connecting? Because all the information that I produce on the page might be great. But if I'm not talking to people, then that's what we're all about is connecting, bringing everyone together and sharing my gifts and my wisdom. And it doesn't have to always return into a dollar. It may some point down the road, but the whole reason is to be able to connect and share and give value. And, you know, I believe when I was watching Gary Vaynerchuk many, many moons ago, I was really into his work. I remember he said on social media, be the town crier, just connect with everyone, say hello to everyone, offer as much as you can and ask for nothing in return. And that was a really good model because mm. I was giving in that moment and there's so much, and there's so much receiving in the giving as well. Yeah. So I would, you know, recommend everyone to who's maybe suffering from their consumption is to have a look and give yourself a quick audit and go, well, how much am I doing each of these three C's and can I make a pivot here? Yeah, absolutely. And some people may not be able to do what they want to do with, you know, choosing that particular C at the moment because maybe they're really busy with life or whatever, but get clear on what that at least looks like for the future and what you're aiming towards because if you can't do it now, and I feel like somewhat I'm falling into that category now because I'm so busy in my own creating of what I'm going to launch into, say, social media next year that I don't have any energy to be doing the front end of things quite yet because, and that's a conscious compromise. And I'm looking forward to that day coming soon um, where I'm going to be able to really dive into that front end and and show up again on social media with my guitar and doing all my things and next level and and sort of you know bring that bring that uh, energy to to do what I love that might be people caught up with their family right now having children or you know they've got the bare minimum time to put aside for social media so do the best you can but get clear of what that looks like and I think what you just shared Mike it's all Mm. about you know giving and being that um, town crier, I think you said, but in that giving sense of how much can I show up for everyone else, you know, like we try and do in in all aspects of our life, but you start bringing that magic to social media. And I think, yeah, you're right. It's the, probably that missing ingredient to success. Mm -hmm. I I think bringing it, you know, full circle. um, If there are people out there struggling with because it'll be subconscious. It'll, it'll not be in their conscious awareness. They'll have an awareness that they don't feel good. But whether it be mainstream media, whether it be newspapers or radio, please understand that there is an agenda because good news doesn't sell. We all know that. Good news doesn't sell newspapers. So the narrative has to be doom and gloom and markets crashing, people dying. Because guess what? People click on that. You know, as sad as that is. And so just be mindful that you're the creator of what you consume you're bringing that into your vortex and even if you think it's mindlessly just happening on social media you have to digest that and that's then stuck in you until you clear it out so emotion energy in motion their energy or that agenda's energy is in you and so guess what you're going to do is you're going to walk out the door and see your kids and guess what they're going to get the same energy of that doom and gloom from that news article on the tv yep Try it out. Turn the TV off for a week. You might feel instant. Yeah. Yeah, I know I did. 
you know, it's N equals one is not a lot of people who've done this and incrementally their life has improved. Yeah. Hundred percent, Mike. I um, could not agree with you more, brother. I think we'll wrap it up to there, mate. Uh, there today. Thank you so much for your time, and I will see you next week for another Music Spirit and Accountability podcast. Thanks, brother. Thank you, brother. Talk soon, mate.